yeah, um, pretty hot down here. So it uh, it was weird. And then today we were in, we're in the fifties, and, and and it's it's been a topic that me and George talk about all the time. Like, hey man, so how's the weather down there? And he's like, oh man, it's it's a uh, it's, it's cold. It's, yeah, it's cold over here, and it's like oh, it's rainy. It's hot down here, you know. <laughs> it's but, really but hot. You're saying. You're saying that it was cold today or cool? It got cool. You know, it got a, it was in the 50s this morning. It was raining like a lot of rain and it's been it's been in like the the 60s. It got nice right now, but it's supposed to be back in the 50s tonight and it's like Orale. Yeah. And then a couple of days later it's going to be back in the hundreds. Yeah. That's Laredo style for you. <laughs> Good old Texas, bro. Hey man, I like that. What's up with that guitar you got back there, man? El bajo sexto. Oh, that's the bajo sexto. Yeah, that's the, my dad. That's the that's the old bajo sexto. Yeah, my dad's bajo sexto that he got in No Laredo. Dang, what was <laughs> what was the what's the bajo sexto's name? Have you have you named him? Her? No. Oh. <laughs> ask your dad. I gotta ask my pops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My my bass trombone is is uh, Panchito. Orale. Yes. <laughs> Panchito. My, my clarinet's name is Octavio. Octavio. Wow, man. Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so Jess, you uh, you ready for for a new for a new episode? Yeah, man. It's we, we've already we've we've uh, been waiting for it too long already. So let's yeah, get, yeah. And we have a great guest for today. So let's get started, huh? Yes, sir. gentlemen everybody welcome to this week's episode of down to talk with jesse and george once again coming to you straight from laredo texas and queens new york city tonight we have a great guest um a dear friend of mine i've known her for for years probably what like 10 years by now yeah. or something like that hey, more. yeah uh amalia mondragon uh coming hey. to us from El Paso, Texas. El Welcome Paso, El Paso, hey. Texas. Chuco Town. <laughs> Chuco, Chuco Town, town. indeed. Yeah. I love El Paso. I've been there a few times. Dude, there's mountains right. there. Yeah. yeah. It's like mountains. Laredo with mountains. Yeah. But there's no river. I, I, I've never yeah. been to El Paso. I've never been to El Paso, to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. um, I know. You know, I have a, a my brother-in-law was, uh, was just there as a, as a U.S. Customs agent. And mm -hmm. um, he was there for a couple of months and and uh, he moved back. But he loved it, though, the time that he was there. You know, he's like, oh, man, just the, just the, the weather's different. The, the the mountains are different. You know, just being there is just, yeah, you know, it, different. It, it's it's beautiful. And it's visually it's beautiful, too. Yeah, um, he, he just and, I, I, I was I would see the the post him hiking and, you know, taking hikes and runs. And I mean, man, like. Yeah. really nice really nice and it gets chilly too right it gets nice. chilly yeah at mm -hmm. night it well in the winter and the like in the in the summer i don't know about chilly yeah. but it gets um 
Yeah, it gets hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets hot. I, I can imagine. Like dry hot. Like like pr- like put yourself in the oven hot. I'm yeah, we're used to that. Yeah. And and uh West Texas. West Texas. And then you get in the car and you get in the car and you have to open the door for oh. like at least ten seconds yeah. before you can get in. Is he choking there? It feels like an oven in there. Yeah. But yeah. but 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 is it like you can't wear like, shorts with like faux leather or leather like it? Is no. it dry heat or is it like humid heat? No, it's dry. No, it's dry. Laredo style then. Laredo is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that dry, like like burns. Andale, yeah. Yeah, that burns that like oh like it just drained like after five minutes of being out there. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to Laredo. I've always wanted to go, but uh, I've never been. Yeah. Um, it's I, it it has it has a lot of the same vibe as El Paso. I think the major difference is that and you can you can tell there's subtle differences. That you you can tell if you are from one of those places. Like the biggest difference that I see is that you can you can hear and tell the difference in the culture of Chihuahua, okay, and El Paso, and in in Laredo. Well, it's more Tamaulipas, right? Oh yeah. And you can tell in the accent the different of the accent. Mm. And then there's also you know words that are different that are like regional different pochadas. Exactly. See, see. Exactly. See, la, la, and, and, and here in Laredo, you get a lot of the Monterrey, the 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 mas mas uh, golpeado el, el, the the Spanish. You know, it's it's yeah. a little bit more. It's like more accented. Uh, and I and I bet it's it's even harder up up in in Chihuahua. You know, being up even north. You know, up north. Yeah. It's a know. different type of golpeado. See, sí, verdad? Is, is it, yeah. that that accent? Um, wow, 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 wow. So Amalia, Amalia. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It um you're in New York right now. This is the cool thing. This is this is pretty awesome that you guys are there. This is the first podcast that we do where we actually have two people after through this COVID time and you know, uh I know we've been doing this oh, online thing. Room. Yeah, in the same room, you know. Um it, it's it's yeah. it's yeah. It, it feels different, you know. We usually have three screens going on here and and um so what 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 take what's what 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 took you over to New York right now? What, what? Um, este, oh, pues a, I came to record, to uh, um, arrange and uh, work, write um, songs for an album that I'm working on. Uh, I've always wanted to work with George and right now was like the best time to to do it. So I hit him up and he was like, yeah, Kyle. So, aquí ando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. New York City. Okay. Yeah, so um so the the project is um uh fortunately I was able to receive a grant from NALAC. Um it's called the Border Narrative Change Grant and they uh awarded various uh fronterizo borderland artists um uh to to take back the narrative of the of the border, you know, like we've we've seen a lot of Uh, vilification and militarization of of our border and and um we keep seeing the the you know the view of of um hollywood of what the border is you know and so i think um uh fortunately it was nalak decided nalak and the ford foundation uh and um uh cultural ahorita me acuerdo but uh They teamed up and created this grant to to start, you know, um, placing placing 
the narrative where it where it belongs, you know. Yes, yeah. so so um, I proposed a a a uh, project, uh, musical con a concept musical concept album. Yes, the pues la idea is the to kind of depict or tell tell the story from a perspective of a two spirited person, myself. Uh, and uh, two two spirited people, myself and my cousin Teresa Contreras, uh, and we're I'm, we're telling the story through genres and the different soundscapes that we grew up with in the in the border. So there'll be like cumbias and corridos and rancheras, and there'll be uh, jazz and and hip hop and you know what's going on right now with like this whole corrido tumbado and this is done like a lot of fusiones, you know, like. Sí. A lot of fusions, which is like a metaphorical representation of the border. That's you know, it's just, it's a mel mezcolanza of, of a lot of different elements. And yeah. Very, very yeah. interesting. It's, wow. Um, and I'm I feel very fortunate that George is down. Like he's he's a, he's a, an amazing musician. Of course, George is down. From Laredo, right? and, and he's you know he's like from the frontera, and so he really understands. You know all the, you know I don't know I I feel like it like it's really it's really cool because uh, I'll be sitting here and then he's he's like oh le ponemos esto and then oh dude it sounds like a nineties <laughs> like a nineties cumbia dude like yeah yeah so it's it's really cool it's like it, it feels it feels really cool yeah I was like so uh, more like la mafia or more like grupo más andale <laughs> yeah she's like oh like nineties like mafia early nineties or mafia. like early nineties mafia like during like the quinceañeras when we were kids you know like where you didn't want to be there you were just running around you weren't really into the opposite mm -hmm. sex or or anybody yet you know <laughs> yeah but pretty yeah, pretty interesting that you know with the I'm, I'm, it's very interesting the the, the the type of project the the way you you know the, the creativity behind it because um you, i mean you're literally uh, putting it into music and, and a lot of people, you know, we, we listen to music and we always relate any song we hear or any style of music. We, we, we try to relate it to something either emotionally or, you know, something that's happened in our lives or, or something that, that you're going through at the moment, you know? Um, and um, I, 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 I heard it, I heard you mention um, the, you know, two spirited person. Can you, can you, you know, elaborate a little bit on, on that? Yeah, it's um, well, two spirited person is a person who identifies as both male and female, or you know. So I, my cousin and I, we both um, we both feel feminine and masculine, and uh, we navigate both of those languages. So, uh, yeah, so we're we're just kind of viewing, view, kind of in a metaphorical way, viewing the border, viewing music genres lyrics voice sounds through a two-spirited manner to in yeah so it's like a very um metaphorical project not not so much literal but yeah i i, th I think we're we're at a time where uh we're seeing the, the all these issues um happening in 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 the border right now um i don't know um, it, it, especially here in Laredo, you know, we're, we're here in Laredo and, and it's, it's, a it's a struggle, you know, that we're seeing and, and, 
you know, we feel we feel for for all these people, you know, being being, you know, Mexican-Americans and seeing our families come as if we were young. You know, my, at least my, my parents, when when they were younger and our, our you know grandparents and and, um, and we, we see all these things happening. You know, it's interesting that you're, you're putting a project together right now that that's really focused, you know, especially on, on the whole issue with borderland and how things are happening right now. Yeah. But, you know, fortunately, it's it's not just me. It's it's a it's like it's a good sum of of Fronterizo artists who are, who have okay. been funded for this from this project. So I'm really interested to see the outcome of of all of these amazing border projects that that are finally giving being given a platform and a space to voice their experience as as border people versus having, you know, Hollywood or or people who come to the border and interpret it in their own way. And usually it's very vilified, no? Like the people come into the border and they say, oh yeah, you know, there's nothing there and it's all militarized and there's so much violence. And, yeah, there's, and it's, there's definitely lots of negative connotations a lot, yeah. of when it comes to a lot of people, especially people that, that grew up or are, aren't from the South uh, or the Southern States right. or or the West. Uh, a lot of people kind of don't know. They still think it's the Wild West. Yeah, you know? they, yeah. Well, and you know, in some ways it is a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> I mean, it was, it's, yeah, in a, the, al the, the project is going to land in a timely fashion where uh -huh. uh, it's incredibly relevant for the times that we're living right now. And also another thing like what Jesse uh, mentioned is the whole idea of the playlist. I, I, I really like it's a, a playlist kind of of emotions mm -hmm. because like we you know when you when we all hear a song we heard from when we were kids it makes us nostalgic and we kind of it kind of transports right. us straight back to that moment and that's kind of what the project is about is about remembering those feelings and the struggle mm -hmm. the feelings of the struggle absolutely yeah the feelings of of the of the voyage yeah so yeah, yeah so there's it's it's gonna have all the it's gonna have different spectrums or different emotions um and different genres that that i feel interpret those emotions mm -hmm. um, and then and then they're they're i'm still working on whether it's gonna stay in like chronological chronological like what i mean by i mean like chronologically with the times and the genres or the sounds that were being used at the time mm -hmm. so like you know if it's an 80s tune then it's gonna have this like like if it's a cumbia, because it's got to have the 80s sounds from the cumbias of the 80s, you know, or stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, pues en eso andamos en el, en el, can we throw out pochadas? Claro, okay. And sí. eso andamos in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the whole, you know, letting it, letting it, the, the project breathe and, and take its, yeah, its course. Yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to ask you was, uh, you, you have a history or or experience a lot of experiences in in Ciudad Juarez, right? Mm -hmm. You you uh, and I'm sure that has a lot to do with the influences that you put into your music. Can you can you ex elaborate more on that? Like, um, well, I yeah, my family my family is from Juarez, and so I grew up uh, when I was a kid. I lived in Juarez for a bit and then my grandma lived in Juarez a lot of my family is from Juarez I still have family in Juarez and um 
so yeah, it, it was a place that it is a place where I've always had, I've always had a uh, family and friends. Um, and, uh, I just, it's a, it's a place where a lot of my, it's my other half mm -hmm. is the, so, so I think it's very important, uh, to maintain community on both sides of the border. Um, so as far as influences, pues, híjole, there's, there's a, there's, there's, two, there's, a, there's a, quite a bit, I mean, and it depends on the genre, right? Porque hay muchos, there's just so many groups that exist that have existed and uh I, I heard a, I heard a couple of your clips um like a lot of rock right they have that that rock feel yeah there's a lot of rock yeah that's that's cool that's cool there's I, a lot I, of rock I, I really enjoy listening to the, the you know that rock in espanol and that type of uh sounds because uh I noticed it a little bit different uh, um like a great band like uh Zoe and And all of, all of them, you know, Sol Stereo, you know, we, we listen to all that stuff, you know, you know, the, the Latin side of it. But, but it was, it sounded pretty interesting. I, and what I was, what I got to hear from, from your clips. Yeah. I mean, w those clips are kind of like a, they're, the, those, I guess maybe, hmm, I'm trying to think in the clips that, that maybe you might have heard. I don't know which ones you heard, but some of the ones that I've, that I have up, are um they're like cumbia cumbia fusions with like some some like sounds of jazz um that and th those like those particular songs were written in collaboration with other um with other musicians from the border mm -hmm. um like uh, there was Kiko Rodriguez on 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 accordion este Marras Rascón on bass, um, Edgar Ramos on guitar, uh, Joel Osvaldo on on drums. Then there was Kike, uh, I think his last name is Villalobos, um, and he was on percussions. Um, and uh, those songs I wrote during, kind of like during the a, a very heavy time period, a little bit at, Right, right as the like the the drug war in Juarez was kind of yeah. starting to calm down. Um, what year was that? That around well, the year that I wrote these was like, I want to say it was 2015, and the kind of the where it kind of eased up was like 2016. Okay. So yeah, but but the whole time period, I guess, when it got really heavy was 2006. It got really, really what, what, bad. There was, there was a there was a band. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. There was a band. I don't know if it was from. They were from El Paso. Um, I'm not too sure. Uh, what kind band. of music? It was a rock, a rock band. And uh, the lead singer, the the leader of the group, was también I mexicano. Pero, oh man, I'm trying to remember. I just can't. I'll, 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 I'll. How, how long ago was it? It was a while back. It was about a while back. A great guitar player on there, like, you know, rock. I mean, real out there. I'm not sure. Not sure. Very progressive. Uh, progressive type of style of rock. I'm trying. Was it Mars Volta? Mars Volta? Mars Volta? Was it oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this was like. Uh, Are they from like El Paso? 90s, huh? They're they from, from El Paso, yeah. They're from El Paso, right? Mars Volta. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. I, Omar Rodriguez. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm, no. mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like 
progressive Latino rock, I think. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. really interesting stuff. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. There, there's a lot of a lot of good musicians from El Paso. They yeah. Come out of mm-hmm. El Paso. Very unique. Very yeah. Very good musicians. Yeah. And the the is there is there a wide variety of po- of music that's popular there that people like to go out and listen to, or you find that it's kind of a narrow. Uh, range as far as like styles like rock of, of course rock everybody likes to go hear rock uh maybe some jazz i think there's there's definitely a variety um it's just i think there's definitely a variety the i think the problem in el paso and juarez is uh, the lack of of venues for pl- pl- people to play so yeah there's there is especially lately as of late i feel like there's been a large, like, like lots of different types of bands have popped up. Um, What's the population in El Paso? Híjole, no me acuerdo. I think it's... I, I, let me Google that, dude, because <laughs> I, I think... I I, I've always wondered because, you know, La Edo, we're only, what, 280,000 here. I bet you El Paso is like 500 grand. It's like yeah. six... It's probably six, 680, I think. I think oh, I said... Oh, 683. Uh, there, there, there. 683.2 <laughs> and a half there it is <laughs> <You> <laughs> Pero, yeah so in in juarez the bands that i i've always felt like like obviamente los silver is like a staple um and these are bands that influence you yeah they're they're bands that influence me and everybody they're just kind of like the grandparents they're like local bands in juarez yeah or los frontera like oh man they have that old like like 50s doo-wop sound but they're like from they're you know los frontera they're more like calle you know so it's really beautiful se ponen allí en la juarez and they'll and they'll play like they'll play on the 16 de septiembre mm. and i la, mean la, like la juarez is a like a like a plaza it's a strip it's, it's a strip. strip. Okay, okay. Yeah. In El Paso. So some of them? No, in Juarez. In Juarez, okay. Mm-hmm. So as you cross the border downtown Juarez, um, you go, the, the strip is called La Juarez. And then when you, like the main road that, there, it has a lot of intersections, but the yeah. main road that intersects is called 16 de Septiembre. And um, as of, I think maybe like, I want to say maybe five years ago, they they made it a pedestrian area because a lot of people were getting like hit, at, so they just created all the downtown area space. This is yeah. September as pedestrian. Um, yeah. Oh shit. So oh sorry. So um, it says. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it oh, PG. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the. I guess the population is, as of 2019 is. Is uh six eighty one. Oh yeah, casi. Casi. What did you say? Six eighty three. Six eighty three. I said six eighty. Oh no, six forty three. No, I I said six eighty, <laughs> and you said six eighty three. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a big city. It's like twice the size of of Laredo. Almost three, times. three times. Almost oh. three times. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, very diverse. Yeah. P- pretty diverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean the Algo? yeah, especially because the military, you know, the military brings in a lot of. You have the military types of bases, people, yeah. and then UTEP. You have UTEP there. There's UTEP. Um, Ilopes, it's a border. Everybody passes by. We're right next to I-10. Right. So. Yeah. I-10. 
Good old I-10. Yeah. Yeah. All the way from Houston all the way up to. It goes, yeah, I think it Houston. goes to Florida. Yeah. I think I-10 goes yeah, to Florida. So. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I have. I just don't remember <laughs> driving. I think you took I-10 once. You, you drove to Austin once, remember, right? Yeah. I've, oh, yeah, like I have. A couple have. years ago. Oh, I just did it, too. Like, yeah. pero... Then at some point I'd cut into Fredericksburg, right? But because uh, you go, know, to yeah. go up to you don't want to go to San Antonio all no. the way and then back to no, Austin. It makes no sense. Yeah. But um, yeah. Speaking of that, uh, of Austin, you I remember you came to New York City a couple years ago, and you played a, a really nice event at uh, Lincoln Center, mm-hmm. right? And outdoors, yeah. Outdoors. And Jesse, Jesse will know. Uh, I remember she called me and she told me when when it happened. And she said, "Yo, I'm gonna play at Lincoln Center with Ruben Ramos." What? El Gato Negro. And yeah, I was like, "What?" I did like I know in New York. Yeah, in New York at, at Lincoln Center, bro. Ruben Ramos. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was this this awesome project. Um, that, wow. Uh, Adrian Quesada from the Black Pumas. He um and he's from Laredo too. He's from Laredo, yes. From uh, Adrián Fantasma. From, from okay, Grupo okay, Fantasma. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. So he he had this project that was called "Look at My Soul," and so his idea or the the whole project was to kind of well to find all the Latino soul bands from back in the day, and then and find the find the songs and the different artists, and then re re-record them and then bring in all these artists and do this compilation album of, it was really cool it was like very like music history album it was really cool so he i think he received a grant for that and then um i happened to meet him uh sometime when he was about to culminate the album he just needed a female singer for this one last song the last song on the album uh and uh, he was like, you know what? I think your voice would fit. Let's do this. So, so I recorded it, and then um, they finished the album, and then he he received a budget to bring it out to Lincoln Center. Entonces, pues he flew me out. I came out here, um, and I didn't know what exactly I was gonna do. I just showed up. I learned all the songs. Yes, the and then turns out I got to sing with with uh with with this the Ruben Ramos Ruben Ramos man like El Gato Negro like I got to stand next to him and sing this song with him like el ¿Cuál era? ¿Cómo se llamaba la la canoa? ¿Cómo se llama? Um, Chico la que dice rema rema y rema la canoa cómo se cómo se llama es una cumbia Sí, es una The last time I saw Ruben Ramos was uh, San Antonio, good old Cadillac bar, and it was his Cadillac bir- bar, and it was his birthday. Oh, like was that like like ten years ago or something? Like that? I was there for TMEA, Texas Music Educators. Oh yeah, the convention, and everybody in the world is there, man. I mean, Little Joe is there, Michael Saligado, all these guys, all you know, Lonnie, all, all the horn section was there, obviously, because mm-hmm. the whole band was there. And chinga, they started, they started, uh, like jamming, and they started jamming out, and 
it was it was really really cool um you know a lot of, obviously everybody was in there a lot of them were music educators because we were there for that convention but um that was the last time i think it, it might have been 2012 2012 yeah 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 i, started and I bet you man. he looks the same and he's still yeah. recording yeah, but i bet you well, he looks two like two years ago he, he's yeah. good he looks pretty good he looks great yeah and he's yeah. still he's like recording so suave you know <laughs> no it's un don he's got si. the, he's always in a the, suit the pose and he's the white in the, suit. the white yeah. it was like white oh man he has this like and the sunglasses yeah yeah he has this yeah. very like dandy si. presence like just a señor guapo you know yeah. i'm like dang yeah. <laughs> i want to learn your skills bro how you doing this <laughs> ah he's a chingon and yeah. his voice is still it's still there he's good yeah, that's yeah. that's that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's that's quite a thing to say because Ruben is one of the, he's like one of the pioneers of Chicano music, mm-hmm. and um, we just lost a great, you know, a couple of days ago too. Oh yeah, Bob Gallarza, Bob Gallarza, uh, music producer. He was he was a, a Tejano producer, mm. but well, he he did all styles of music. I think he recorded a few blues albums. Yeah, he, he did a bunch of albums. He did, he did, yeah. And he was one of those guys, he, he was originally from Los Angeles, and in the 60s, he played guitar with uh, with with a bunch of bands, like top uh, popular bands, I think with uh, The Fifth Dimension oh, yeah. and like a couple other bands. And then he moved to Houston, and uh, he got into to the Tejano scene and the Chicano sound, and he wanted to, I, I think people called him the Quincy Jones of Chicano music, right? Yeah, I, I just read an article on that now. Literally yeah. yesterday, uh, where they're yeah. calling him the Quincy Jones of, of the Tejano music, and um, because we were talking about Robin Ramos, I mean he's one of I, I believe in in his in his uh, albums, right? We have he would always yeah, have the, the Bob Gallarza the Bob Gallarza All Stars, and right. uh, Robin Ramos, Little Joe, Jay Perez, everybody, everybody in the Tejano scene would probably probably sang with him. Yeah. So wow, man! Yeah, what? I, I I played one of those shows with the All Stars in like two thousand and one or two thousand and two, and and it was a fiesta. The uh, every year San Antonio has a big party downtown huh? called Fiesta. Well, they have different events all throughout the city, and so they always have a in Market Square, right, Jess? In Market Square, that's where Market they Square. Have the, yes, sir. Yeah, right outside uh, Mi Tierra. Right outside of Tierra Mexican restaurant, which is like a like a, a, a staple of like Tex Mex uh, food, for some and and they, yeah, and we we played out outdoors, and it was huge. There was a lot of people. I think up until then, that was that was the biggest show I had ever played, because it was just like a sea of people, <laughs> and I was and I was uh, I was super nervous. Yeah, because oh, I was yeah. like eighteen, I think, Dang. and cagado, you know, yeah. eighteen. And there was a bunch of señores on the stage with me. This, you know, <laughs> people that my dad knew, like that my dad has their albums yeah. at home. <laughs> what? Hi, what is this? Yeah, yeah, be like Ruben Ramos and Little Joe, and uh, and a bunch of other singers from that era. And, and, you know, and it's a it's an honor to to be able to perform. You know. Obviously, you were there with Ruben Ramos at yeah, Lincoln yeah. Center. You know, that's what I, I was yeah. going to Yeah. You know, yeah, that, yeah that, like, this is not something where it's like, oh, you're at with Ruben Ramos, Market Square, San Antonio. You know, something that's more like, you know, Tejano traditional. 
yeah. uh, you know, that, 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 you know, you're going to have Tejano there in San Antonio. I mean, this is, you know, Tejano capital and all that, but in, in New York city. <laughs> yeah. You're probably one of the only Tejanas to ever play with, uh, with a great in New York city at Lincoln. City. I, I, I don't, <laughs> this is the, this is the first time I hear about it too. You know? Yeah. What, what was the name of the event again? It was the concert? called, uh, um, Look at my soul. Look at my soul. Yeah. I remember reading about it, I think, in the New York Times or something like that. There was an article about it. Oh, nice. Um, I didn't see it. Adrian, yeah, Adrian Quesada. Real talented guy. Yeah. Um, so you've had not only the experience of living in West Texas and also, I mean, the, the culture in El Paso is not just Tejano, but it's very New Mexican as well. Very New Mexican and um, very Mexicano. And super, yeah, very Mexicano. Very, very, very Chihuahua. And that's what, I mean, there's similarities in where we're from as well, because it's kind of the same way. The culture is uh, mostly very, very Mexican from the influence of like from from Nuevo Laredo and Tamaulipas. But then there's also uh, like a Tejano type Mm. of culture. Uh, Usually they're separate, right, Jess? Very, very, yes. Yeah, I mean, but, but... Overall, Laredo is kind of like you're living in a Mexican city, but it's the, on the U.S. side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I always feel that uh, Juarez and El Paso are like like Narnia, and they go, you just go through the mirror, and right. like every time you walk in the mirror, you just like flip sides, and now you're left-handed and or you're right-handed. You know? Yeah. Like, it's like yeah, it's and then we live in such a crazy oasis, you know, not crazy, but like just an oasis because. We're not necessarily in the in the U.S. side. We're not represented by the capital, and in the Mexican side, they're not, we're not represented by by la capital either. You know, so it's kind of like I I always talk about how I feel that the border is like um it's like the ends of two rugs, mm-hmm. and like people just like sweeping shit under both of them, things <laughs> under both of them. You know, it's like. I never thought about it that way. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, yeah it's like, I like so that we metaphor. End up, we end up with all the all the dirt, you know, like we yeah. both end up with each other's dirt. Andale, yeah, yeah. But but sí. but the beautiful thing about all that is that we're. I feel that there's a lot of solidarity that comes from from the border area and the border areas. Like I, one thing I realize, and I, it's really as I've gotten older, I feel like it's very important and it's just really interesting to meet other fronterizos because there's just so many similarities like the language the food the customs even though we are somewhat like little aspects of ourselves are different there's just a lot of like the pochismos and the this like it's kind of like this this warmth it's como un warmth golpeado you know yeah like uh uh but it's it's just i don't know when i watch like videos of people from corpus i'm like man that's like that's like what is in the 90s dude like <laughs> the drink and drown era you know like you'd pay ten dollars <laughs> and you get wasted at a bar because it was like non-stop drinking on it and it was like hey but but that's i mean uh, don't take me don't don't take me well it's wrong. it's like, because the, the, the is not just drinking I, I i'm not trying to say no it, 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 but it, i know what you i know where you're coming from because laredo um the same way you know, a lot of the stuff that's happening in towns away from here, um, we're like, yeah, well, we're in the borderland. We're in the border town. We're a border town right here. You know, it's like 
we've already we already saw that, like you said, back in the nineties, yeah. you know, and they're doing it right now. You know, you you go you go to places and it's like, you know, it's weird. It's weird yeah, to it's, us. It's, it's in- <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how we how somehow it just seems like because things come in and go out from the border. It's like in a weird way we kind of see a lot of things first and we're kind of like the the trial zone where like a lot of weird social experiments happen and then they like kind of wave out into the rest of the u.s i i I think one of the most interesting ones is uh you go to san antonio it's like home of the margarita what or you hear like oh "Oh, this restaurant is home of the michelada oh really <laughs> like really, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's a it's like a Tex-Mex Home. thing, which has nothing having to do with the border. Yeah, oh, it, it's oh, funny, oh. like Tex, like the Tex-Mex culture, mm-hmm. which which is like food and that the the whole like biggest margarita in town, right. strongest world's like, largest. Yeah, and uh, I'm just kidding, no. Yeah, but but that's that's a completely it's the like the the the, the, the taco war, man. Austin and San Antonio, really. <laughs> do they charge like uh like dollars like for one like taco? three three fifty per taco or something like that dude yeah i mean it's just, it's just funny and like the taco are really man i just get tacos super cheap yeah. <laughs> and really good and those are the best places to get them anyway oh, yeah the cheap, the cheap spot taco war that sounds like some kind of like like poetic book <laughs> the taco, <laughs> taco wars. wars that's a that's a that's a austin san antonio thing that who has the best tacos out here i'm like yeah. I, don't, I don't know <laughs> I don't what do you know. think what do you think if i had to choose from what austin and san antonio i mean yeah. it, it depends who they're talking about like where they're talking about but i still think you know any food truck out there it's gonna take them out at me personally there, there, there's this place down in uh and on it's off of i-10 and west San Antonio, uh, oh, it's called Taquitos West. That's what it's called. Uh, uh, there it is, Taquitos West. You get there and it's like the suadero. They they have, uh, you know, asada. They got, I mean, tripas. I mean, they got taquitos. Carnita. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, you, oh, they got, I mean, the guys is there. How many do you want? He has a plate, about four tortillas, just like spreading all over. And here it is. Yeah. And you, know, you just get there in the salsa. It's an art. Oh yeah, man, and and it's like this, the the place. Uh, like I said, it's right off of Iten and West. Um, you know, maybe like two blocks in, like in inside the loop. And I'm guessing what like I'm. It doesn't even cost that much, but I mean, I think it's like they close at three a.m. And they they have a, a yeah yeah they close at three a.m. I mean for San Antonio spots, yeah I mean you know because you're in the U.S. you don't you don't see it as much you know that late um, you only see those taco places and they have their, their they used to have their food truck there's another one called uh, Taquito remember George uh, Taquito's data point also down down in San Antonio off yeah. of um, I ten medical yeah. and all that area and um, uh-huh. great stuff you know but if I had to choose tacos, that's going to be my choice. You know, that's going to be my choice because I just can't, you know, the Texas taco is good when you've been out, you're going, you're, when you're, you're like, drunk. Yeah. And you're when out you're and, and you want to go have something, you know, 
And it tastes amazing when you're drunk too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then later you go sober. You're like, why did these taste so much better the other day? (laughs) (laughs) You take people. You're like, dude, estos taquitos tan machine. Yeah. yeah, You're like, bueno, they were okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have a friend that is from Segundo Barrio in El Paso, but um, I think once he got out of high school, he moved to Austin and he started this um this uh taco journalism career for himself and uh he, he he's like on el rey i think he was he was on el rey network i don't i think he still is i don't know but his um project is called uh, united tacos of america and his name is mando rayo and um he goes around and he was a he tastes all the tacos in austin and san antonio and he gives them he he actually goes in depth to like the recipes and like where certain recipes come from and why they're important and what what's their significance culturally he goes as far as like talking about taco fonts like he'll he'll talk about like you know the fonts that are used you know tacos like it's it's, a whole culture (laughs) it makes me laugh though it makes me laugh because i i just saw um um I think it was like a Netflix thing. I don't know if you've seen it. It's uh, like a taco. Oh, the Chronicles. The Chronicles. Oh, God, you, but the, the only thing that, that I get out, the only thing I get out of that is, gee, I get hungry, man. I watch that. It's like, wow. <laughs> it's like, what? Where can I get that right now? And um, right. And I've tried. You're like I, the I, international I, Uber or international <laughs> Google Eats. <laughs> Uber Eats, so Eats. international Uber Eats. Seamless. You'll get this in four hours. Yeah, you can have that'd that internet. You should have an international taco war. There it is. International taco war. There. <laughs> Drive the well, price Mexico down. Mexico would win. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll uh, see. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, Amalia. Yeah, um, Mexico will win. That's where the best tacos are. Yeah, for sure. So, Amalia, you know, um, going back to your musical career, what is something that you, that, that I think, you know, we, we, and I, I can see that the, the frontera is is something that really moves you. Being a being a, a border town, uh, you know, person from you know, like us, you know, me, me and George, we're from Laredo, and and I know it, you're very passionate about it, especially on your projects that you're doing. What is something that you're looking forward to right now? Like looking ahead, what's a, what's ahead for Amalia Mondragon in 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 the future right now? What's what's what do you what do you What's what's something that you're looking at right now? What's a goal set? Uh, you know, that you Wait, have, that's a loaded question. Bihola, <laughs> like uh, I have ADHD, dude. So I got a bunch of a bunch of goals. Pero este, I, as far as um, music was, um, there's a lot of goals, you know. But I think most importantly, I really want to learn more. I think that it's I, I'm trying to focus more on the journey. Uh, like learning, learning about how to be a little, a lot more self, self-sufficient, you know, like I want to learn more about um, arranging. Like I, I think, I think George is amazing and, uh, and I'm, I, I watch him and I listen. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's cool. So um, like, as far as, as like goals, I want to, you know, I want to grow. I want to get better. I want to finish this album and I want to push it as hard as I can. Este, I would like to have collaborations in the album and uh, and really push the 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 border narrative out, you know, and and the border narrative and also um, the experience of being a musician as a female 
from the border in the music industry, which is, you know, it's tough. Este. And, and, um, and I would like to create, I would like to make space for the conversation of, of, of um, gender roles. Um, I, I think that this album, that's the, you know, that's the, the, one of the goals of this album is to really make space for conversations about gender roles and, and what does that, what do those mean and why, why do they exist and what, what are the boundaries and who, who wrote them and, you know, what, where, where are we living right now as far as gender, as gender roles and whatnots? Y pues sí, pues ver hasta dónde llega esto, like, uh, I would, I would love to, I want to put it in like the Grammys and a ver qué rollo, you know, like go, yeah, go, yeah. go big, go hard, a ver qué rollo. And then, and a tour? A tour, yeah. Yeah. That's and great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and do you have a band? Do you have a band right now that 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 you you could say you know what I'm gonna go back to where, where are you living right now at right now? Are you just kind of traveling and? Well, see? right now I'm traveling. I live in El Paso. All my okay. stuff is there. Este, my jefita lives there right now. <laughs> este, but nah, but I mean, right now I live in El Paso. I don't. I mean, because of the pandemic, I think a lot of people, you know, they 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 went a very introspective. And so at the moment I don't have a band, um, mm. but I have worked with different, different bands and musicians from different uh, parts of the U S. So, I mean, it's kind of at this point, it's kind of like, Hey, I'm in LA dude. Like, awesome. nos armamos una banda aquí? Okay, aquí están las rolas, you know? And, and that, that's, that, that's, that's something very interesting about you that, that you're, you're traveling in, And um, you're still looking for that, that that project, and 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 that's that's the that's the life of the musician, you know, the the, the live music musician, and, and that's the way I see I see George, you know, it's like he's, you know, he's that's his that's his job, that's his life, that's the the live music, looking for that extra, you know, that that next job, that next project, that next the next project uh, idea that just popped up in my head right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. It's like you yeah. can't you can't wait. You know, it's like we got to do it now. If, if not, it's not gonna happen. You It'll know? be some other time, maybe. You know, uh, sort of like a so. Yeah. You know. Oh you know, wow! Well, it's gonna. You know, I was about what, to say. Which other? I was about to say sort of like a gypsy cities? traveling. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, Initially. Algo. Algo. Yeah. Which other cities are you gonna go to? Um, for this, no, yeah. I'm just, 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 I'm going back to El Paso. Going back to El yeah, Paso yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, what I mean is like later, like for in future the, projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No, right now it's just, I'm trying to keep it, I'm trying to keep it as borderland as possible. Este, yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, George is, George is like, he's from Laredo. So <clears> that, <throat> that functions. Yeah. Ahorita, Um, I went to Austin for a bit, worked with some musicians there, kind of spent some time writing. Uh, mostly it was uh, just kind of feeling out the like the, the space, opening up like Camino for 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 the album, you know, like uh, letting people know that that it's happening, that there's things moving. Yes, so there's a I think in in June, 
in June, at the end of June, there'll be like a a gig with the Mexicarte Museum. Um, not with these songs yet, porque pues no, but uh, previous songs that I have, that, that Teresa and I have. Um, and so, yeah, we're just kind of trying to open up, uh, letting people, reminding, reminding people that that we're that we're doing the the music thing and that uh that we're going to be um completing this album and and then touring and moving uh, moving along um and yeah so moviendo las aguas as they say yeah 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 <clears throat> well, it's exciting yeah okay it's always exciting to have a new project up and going you 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 know you look forward to working and getting your ideas flowing and stuff like that and then especially working with other people and uh and other friends yeah always makes it you know uh special and uh there's going to be several other people on the album that are from that are from uh in or around the valley as well i mean uh, the border yeah um so that's it's going to be nice yeah and w when's the when is the expected date for um may of next year may of next year yeah, yeah. maybe april i don't know it depends Pro probably may but yeah it'll be the idea is to have it done by january how many songs have time to um i want to try to do 12 cool pero a ver the full album yeah a ver que awesome a ver que pasa. yeah I, yeah yeah like just do it well, and it. from what we have already so far, the first song, it's, it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be really good. Woo! Nice. Yeah. Nice. Can't wait to hear it. Or the expression, se dejó caer la greña. How did you say it? Say it again? Se dejó caer la greña. No, no, but you said something else before. Se dejó caer el marro. Wow, that's the first time I heard that one. You know, like when you when you get the marro and you like break sí, things. Sí, sí, yeah. Sí, sí. yeah, it's like le, le dio pesado, you know. Oh man, over, over here, uh, acá en Laredo se, se oye muy diferente. Oh, yeah. oh, it's, it sounds like an albur. No, over here in Laredo, todo es doble sentido. Over here in sí, por eso, por eso te digo, sí, like, sí. De, es un, como un albur, yeah. Sí, no, no. It's the same as like, que se dejó caer la greña. <laughs> It means like se soltó el pelo, sí. you know. Like, <laughs> that's wow, that's the, that's the first I've heard that one. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. That's really, really cool. Wow, man. But so um I can't wait to hear it. You know, uh me and George, I mean, you know, we, we we've been playing a lot together, but we've never actually you know, it's so weird. You know, uh, we we grew up together, we never really produced anything. But what we're doing right now, and uh, and but we've always every time we it, it's like a, a year except for this past year, which is just really sucked, you know. Uh, but every year we get together and it's been like uh, we have to, you know. And it was kind of wow. weird for us because Christmas time come around and and we 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 get together and all that stuff and and uh, yeah, we have a yearly jam. You're the jam session. Oh, you're the jam cool. session. Yeah. What? Yeah. O sea, tú vas para allá or he yeah, comes yeah. over here? No, I go over there. He visit, visit his parents. Right. Uh, and, um, a ver si un día me invitan. La verdad. Yeah. Hago la carne asada. Right. Ahí está. You know, that's it. I feel like that's a really interesting cultural thing too. Like the whole world and the, the whole cultural 
weight or of of la carne asada, the concept of la carne asada, you know, like. And do, do you all call it carne asada over in in El Paso also? Yeah, yeah. See, see, see. Yeah. I, I I was just wondering because I mean, I, um, you go to Monterrey and it's like, not too long ago. I mean, I I, I remember a while back. Even in Olaredo, you wouldn't say like "vamos a hacer una carne asada." It it was a little bit different, the way they would say it. You know? Okay, go un, un asado or algo así. Okay. El asado, uh, yeah, asado. That, that, yeah, and you know, la carne asada, la carne asada became a, a, a um, part of the culture. La carnita asada. Yeah. And uh, and I remember not too long ago, it was funny because you would hear the the commercials. Up from San Antonio, the the H E B commercials, El Carnesazo, you know, and it's like, yeah, it was a uh, Michael Salgado on it, dude, and, and he would, <laughs> and he would have like it was like coming up with the accordion and everything, dude, and, and you would hear it, El Carnesazo, you know, hey, let's have a Carnesazo, it was a San Antonio, you know, oh, or or. Or, or the other one is una carnita. Uh, that's Laredo, man. For me, Como that's Laredo. Una carnita. Yeah. Una that's, carnita. that's like doble, doble sentido, oh, sí. ¿no? Ahí está. You see how it is? You see how it, yeah, it, it, yeah, just, yeah. it, it flips. <laughs> it flips. Yeah, yeah. La carnita. Sí, o voy a prender el bote. Voy a prender el bote. You know, we, we, we say that down here. Orale, that's a good one, dude. That's the way we I say here. I remember using the bote. Yeah, that's the way like we say it here. Bote. And, but at the same yeah, time, we yeah. aprender el bote means a lot of people be like, ya está hablando el bote. <laughs> ya está hablando el bote. You know, it's like, ah, you've been oh, drinking too much. Oh, that bote, yeah. So, you know, it, you get confused. But wow, wow. It's so, it's so cool to, to, to have you to have you here today because... Um, being from the border, I mean, you know, it's, it's always cool to have somebody to talk to, especially from, you know, El Paso and uh, because even from El Paso all the way down to Matamoros. parts of the border, yeah. Yeah, even all the way down to Matamoros, it's very different, even though on the way we talk and and um, and I'm and I'm, I'm I'm so uh, excited to hear your your album real soon, hopefully, um, you know, because everything you just told us right now, um, really, really. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear it, you know. And I think that's uh, you know, every time as musicians we we get excited to, hey, I'm waiting. I'm ready to hear your concert. And I'm like, gee, you get nervous, and and you put that, you know, that all yeah. the excitement all, on it. Hey, they're not. Yeah. yeah it, no, no, but I'm, I'm sure. It and then they're gonna they're gonna say, look out the <laughs> No, but it, it yeah. again, you yeah, know, no, and music is art. You know, music is art, and and yeah, and that's the way and we you have can't to rush it you can't and you have to you have to appreciate it yeah and i think um it, it's what comes from you know from your creativity from what you feel and what you what you're doing i, I think uh um you're gonna it's gonna be a fine job especially having this guy helping you out here with the with arrangements yeah, and, and I'm, recording. I'm so excited dude it'll be fun and then we'll, we'll hopefully sometime soon we'll go and play in san antonio or in austin or somewhere in the valley Simon? or dude uh, do some if do you want to if you want to travel dude like yeah we'll make a carne asada party <laughs> you know what that would be a really i i think that would be a really cool like like concert experience dude and like and start and like just take la frontera wherever you go and so, like, it would be an included thing oh, where, yeah. where every like, concert, there's every time, asada. yeah, and you have to pay, like, yeah. extra, and yeah. you get, like, kawamas, 
Oh. You get you get carne asada and you get the music and the experience of being in the border. Yeah. And that would be like and that's why you could be like, ah, vamos a cobrar un chingo." Oh, sorry. Vamos a cobrar un vamos a cobrar dale, un dale. Buen. Sorry. Vamos a cobrar un buen. Here, I'll give you another take. Vamos a cobrar un buen. Este, de lana, to create this like this this border experience kind of thing, no? Like, hey, we bring you into our world, este, but right. it, it will treat you know there'll be like food, and we'll take care of you con like the beers that we drink, you know, the ambiente. That's a good idea. Yeah. For the next grant, let's do it. <laughs> I don't even think you need a grant for that. No, you just need you just need, you just need uh, advertisement, a, a bankroll. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's and true it, because it's it initial work. investment, right? We're no, kid. but but in but it would be good. Uh, or maybe start with BYOBs. Sure. Like it'll be like bring your own beer. Yeah. And you pay extra because you could bring your own beer. Right. Oh, but there there ha- there there's places and in the then, border. There's places in the border like, that, that that'll do it. And I can yeah, get, like there's there's we could get breweries, and we'll be like, hey, donate some beer. Yeah. Donate some because they will. Yeah, yeah they donate will. Donate some beer. We'll and get, we're, get we're creating this Simon. Just dude. get some sponsors. Uh, <laughs> and the near future is going to be perfect to do it too because people are, are ready to start living life again. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, last oh, night, very, I, very ready. I played for the first time in over a year, finally live. I got a, at, a, at a place that I had been playing with at, a, at um, the past three years before. Casa Lopez. Yeah, man. Here in Laredo. And. It felt great to be back on stage, to be to be to play again, like to sing and and to see the crowd, you know, because it was it's it's spare here in, in Texas, everything's open, so you're starting to see the crowd come in and yeah. you know just a lot of you know, the normalcy, the, the the feeling of of you know people eating and ha- you know having a couple of drinks and enjoying the music. I mean. The, the people stayed, you know, that night last night to to listen to to you know us perform last night, and uh, and it felt good, you know. I get to see the people kind of enjoyed it; they, they were enjoying it, you know. That like, Chinga, why go home? We've been doing this for a past like the past year, you know. It's like we're ready to sing along. No, nobody wants to go home. No, <laughs> no. At the end of the night, like, no, so like, I don't uh, want to go back there. No, and uh, it's a great hang out at the park. <laughs> see. See, see, see. It's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. Yeah, it's very liberating, and it's starting to come back little by little. Here, here, there still isn't uh, indoor music, so we we're, we've been playing in restaurants, but outside, outdoors, uh, it, it works. But it's still kind of chilly over here. So, yeah, it's still chilly. So it's you know it's hard. It can be it can be kind of tough. I'll be honest. I, you 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 played there with me at at uh. Like Casa Lopez, Lopez. and, and you know yeah. that, that that middle section, uh, they separated six tables, and they really those six tables stayed there all night, packed tables. You know all all the tables. The thing is seven tables, if I'm not mistaken, and um, they were they were there all night, all night. Like literally, I thought they were just gonna show up, eat dinner, have a couple of drinks. Boom. You know, being that it's COVID, you don't want to be there for so long. And oh, oh man, man. They, so they probably had to turn down customers. Yeah, I mean they they have they had two other tables out on the sides, you know, but it's like yeah, it was that's nice. Pretty good, and though. There was that's a couple people, a uh, couple people on the on the on the bar, and they were just relaxed. It was real chill. Um, 
we played a straight through gig. So that was the only part. It was just like, it was pretty tiring, but uh, it was, it was good to see people again. You know, I hadn't played in, I hadn't played live anywhere in a while. And I went up there and it's, it feels, it, it felt great. <laughs> you know, it felt great. Like, to, yeah. Kind of I, liberating a little bit. I like, feel like, like George said. Yeah. You know, de repente I, I see little, little tiny glimpses or sparks of like of like people Life. being a little bit more adventurous <laughs> yeah like yesterday i was walking with uh my friend laura and we were walking down manhattan and then we see this couple that were like wasted and like making out hard dude i was like <laughs> i'm missing that that's like i forgot that 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 happens like that people are like people and and it was it was like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, normally you'd be like, Ay, but it was cool. It was like, yeah, more of that, guys. Like, more of that. Yeah. Ustedes dos. PDA. Vicente, please. Vicente. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's it, the everything's starting to come back to normal little by little. I went a few days ago to Times Square and it was kind of, it wasn't packed, but. There was life. It was happening. People. I were, saw that picture. I saw that you posted a picture. Yeah. It was nice, man. When I saw it, I was like. Oh, it was a beautiful day. Wow. It, was it wasn't even cold. People were out and like, uh, you know, not much like no, no, no jackets or anything. It was beautiful. And and it looked like almost a regular day. And it felt I got this like you got nostalgia like, for. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, it's crazy because one of the things that, that you you. When, it, when this whole thing started, uh, I would say, you know, when this thing ends, I'm never going to say no to go out anywhere. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. you are. <laughs> like, when this, when this, when this thing ends, <laughs> for real, when this thing ends, I'm going to go out all the time Every now, man. Day. Jeez, dude, because... It was bring it that. Was, bring, let's go. Bring the kids. <laughs> bring the dogs too. Todos, todos, let's go. <laughs> let's go. It, it was uh last. I'm serious. Last night I went up there and I, we played. You know, and uh, like the picture George put up. It was it was awesome. You know, like seeing seeing the colors. Yeah, no, you know, no, like the lights. Everything. Yeah. The people out. The people yeah. out. You know. And and here in Texas, yeah, slowly, you know, right. everything's slowing. You know, the whole virus thing is kind of, in a way, slowing down. Um, it's settling. Yeah, people are getting a, vaccinated too. Uh, yeah, man. Well, it also, also, kind of Texas, kind of never cared. <laughs> I mean, never. I don't know. In El Paso, I'm thinking about El Paso. Like, it got rowdy I don't know, up there. Like, right? I mean, there was like, there was like all this pandemic stuff, and then like, man, the bars were like. They stayed open. They were open. Not always. Like there was some like shutdowns here and there, but yeah. And then and then at some point, like the judge and the mayor were like fighting over Twitter. Que porque the judge wanted to put the city at a halt. And the mayor was like, no, because the businesses. And so all these businesses like sued the the judge. And no, fue un this mother like it was it was kind of crazy and um and meanwhile while all this was happening like people were still at bars like mm -hmm. it was it was it was you know it was it was it was um interesting it was interesting yes very <laughs> yeah um but yeah it was it was cool it's, i mean it was it's it the wasn't wild cool west. but yeah it is the wild it's west. the wild west 
it's like you know there's a lot of yeah nice well uh amalia thanks for joining us tonight sure thing thank you for it was, yeah yeah thanks a, a lot thanks a lot Cuando quieran. oh awesome, um, awesome. before we go i just wanted to mention if um you can find more about Amalia on Amalia Mondragon Music, amaliamondragon.com. And uh, you can find more more info about her and her project and more about uh, her cousin, El Primo Tereso Contreras. Uh, looking forward to the, to the new project. I'm having a lot of fun working with you on it. So thanks, thanks hey, for having thank me. Thank you. Me too. And uh, Jess. Thanks a lot. I wish you the best. Mucho gusto. Thank you. And... Um, um, you know, ready to hear your your latest, your your soon to be finished project, and yeah. um, we wish you the best on everything. Uh, to all of our listeners, uh, we'll see you on the flip side. We'll see you guys next next time. Yeah, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you soon. That's awesome.